When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, so gang, here's the deal. We are sorry, but listen, it's Saturday night. Baby, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Nathaniel, that goes out to you because I hear, A, you're listening again after what I can only perceive was a extremely long hiatus. Years long hiatus, <laughs> yes. I would like to know when people that have dropped off then start listening again. Yeah. Because I feel like... It makes me feel good. Well, also, we stopped talking to you. That's on true. The, via the pod. Yeah, right. Like, you're not going to get your shout outs like that. Who did we think of the other week? MJ. Yeah, MJ. MJ might still be listening, but she probably would have emailed if mm, she was. I feel like she would have emailed. She's one of our OG fans. And same with Nathaniel, whose return comment was, you guys sing a whole lot more. Uh, yes, we sing. We're singing a song. You're goddamn right we do, <laughs> motherfucker. Why don't you fuck yourself? <laughs> Why don't you go suck a dick? <laughs> yeah, we sing because and we got three gone. to four <laughs> listeners who said that they loved it when we sing, and we interpreted that to mean it's like when you write your senator and they assume that your letter represents like 100,000 people. That's what happened when three or four people said that it was cool that we sing. We're like, it is cool that, that must we mean sing. that must mean a thousand listeners. Of love course, it. it does. Yeah. Um, so what I was gonna say yeah. is, Sorry. we got back from Florida today. Florida on spring break. What a cliche! Uh, it was great. We got arrested. The kids had to bail us out. I was in a wet t-shirt contest. Ryan did a bunch of mess. <laughs> I uh, did a keg stand on the beach. Uh, we robbed a convenience store. Actually, the thing we did that was super cliche was hang out with a bunch of old people in Florida. Which was amazing. Yeah. Like, let me just say, I am two years away from moving down here. Do we have any listeners in... Shit, I forgot to pull our thing. Here, I'll pull oh. the report while you talk about was what you're Was that what you do. were going to do? No, no, but I, I totally forgot about oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Do we have any listeners in... I'm already blanking on the town. Inglewood. Inglewood, Florida. Um... Guys, I love your town. We even went though I couldn't remember the name of it. We went to the goddamn farmer's market. It was a delight. Uh, the Inglewood Farmer's Market is off the chain. Inglewood Farmer's Market, you owe us 100 bucks now the for Inglewood the shout-out. Farmer's Market is all bangers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you cannot order a bad dish at the Inglewood Farmer's Market. Uh, y'all, legit. Paella? 
best, bananas. Best almond croissant I've ever had in my life. I wanted to just I was going to have sex with it. And have sex with that <laughs> almond croissant. And she did. I wanted Gang, to. She did. I call me not Clayton because I wanted to go down on that croissant. <laughs> and I did. You Oh, you did. Okay, it was so. So nice. Inglewood, Florida, two listeners. <gasps> what? Oh, I bet we saw them. I bet we saw y'all at the farmer's it market was this us week. listening to our own episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happened. So here's what I was going to say. Sorry. So we flew home today. So they delayed our flight. What a shit show. They, it was a shit show. Flying is terrible. Now they lost Anna's bag. There were two different Delta flights from Atlanta or going to Atlanta, <laughs> and they kept switching which gate our Atlanta flight if was. If you ever want to see Ryan Weber, who by all accounts is like one of the most pleasant individuals you will ever meet, 99% of the time. Except in certain circumstances. If you ever want to see that 1%. Either get him in an airport or on a phone call to Amazon. <laughs> but the airport, like, it brings Ryan it out. Ryan went off on someone one time. That was 12 years ago. That person didn't deserve it. You were a huge asshole. No, let me relate my side of the story, which is we had two different airlines. The listener loves this. <laughs> so it was like one airline flew the first leg, the second airline flew the second leg. So let's say it was American. I'm going to go ahead and diss American right now. They flew us in and their flight was delayed. And then we missed our United flight. And the woman at the American counter was like, well, that's United's problem. Which is correct. No, it is not. (laughs) It is not. They delayed us. It's not that woman's fault. And Ryan yelled at her. He... He slapped her. No, he didn't. I believe I shook my finger in her face. He got so he was what our three year what our now nine year old daughter, but when she was three, she coined the term. She kept telling us she would come home from school and she would say that we were all being rudos. And it took us forever to figure out that it was she was talking about being a rude dude. And you, sir, were a rude. I was day. a rude, but what happened? The American woman fixed the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, she was like, this guy's going to murder me if I don't get him out of here. This is the nightmare of uh, customer service in the 21st century. It's a Kafka-esque system in which they shove a powerless person in front of you and to yell at. And then some asshole is like, well, I'm mad, so I'm going to take it out on you, Correct, powerless but person. there's no other person to take it out no. on. It's a whole situation where, like, and then the American Airlines fat cat is lighting his cigars with $100 bills. That we paid for checking our bag. Well, congratulations. You played <laughs> right into their hands. I sure yeah. did. Capitalism. Woo! So anyway. So what I'm saying is we're in kind of a salty mood. And then we have to come and recap this fucking bullshit episode. Is uh, this what? Uh, I want to say. Yeah. The coat was everything I dreamed The of. coat was great. We have, this is mostly going to be about the coat because it, it was amazing. the only redeeming quality. I feel like it's rare that I'm like, this is going to be great and then it is. Yes, and then it actually and turns out. the coat out, was. Because here's what was great about the coat, gang, is it's great in close-up shots and then when they zoomed out, you it was also out, great. great. Like, yeah, from every angle. You see it from angle. behind. <laughs> and let me tell you, you see it from below. it's difficult to look good from behind. Yes, it is. Here's the other amazing thing. This coat is the only good article of clothing Clayton wore this entire season. The rest of his Correct. fashion choices were comically terrible. Including in this episode, he wore like that giant checked maroon jacket. 
He looked like shit in the proposal at the end. Let me also say that this coat was the perfect sartorial choice for what was going down yes. in that moment it was symbol you could not write this situation better like you could not put clayton in a better coat i feel like for this some moment. producer was like put this on right the they had been waiting for years this coat had been like hanging up in the closet like we need this for just like break glass in case of emergency situation <laughs> it's time for the coat <laughs> get the coat it's like a bat signal <laughs> Ooh, I do like that. Boy, uh, I'm probably going to have to go see that three-hour Batman movie again. Again. Yeah, again, because once wasn't enough, gang. Not enough. All right, Moving so. on to the red wine. Yeah, let's uh, get this bottle of red. Bottle of wine. See, Nathaniel, we love, we love to sing. I can never really sing, <laughs> sing, sing a song. All right, so we have some shout-outs and some apologies. First of all, an ap- I have a couple of apologies. That's mostly from Ryan. It's entirely from I did me. not claim to know this truth, but Ryan came yes. swooping in with his white male authority. I know everything about Nick Vial. And his sex life. I'm pretty sure so, that's not even how you say his name, Nick Vial. Nick Vial? Well, how did he say it in the goddamn cameo <laughs> that we paid $125 for him to say, record? He said, hey, Anna. Hi, I'm here. Uh, it's Nick. It's- I'm going to rub my neck in a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all, if you just listen to the audio, you don't get the full experience. You got to go to our Insta to it's see your Nick. Dude, Nick. Val or Vial or Vale or whatever you say. Dr. Nick Vale. So I claimed last week that Nick Vial plowed raven in the fantasy suite because they did edit it to make it look that way yeah jesus christ they had a five minute montage of her dancing through the fields because the orgasm was so good and she never had an orgasm before you can have orgasms not through that okay so a couple things i think that that she maybe still had one just not through sexual intercourse sure okay so a couple things about that first of Uh, all okay yeah please mansplain i'm gonna mansplain my apology yeah here comes the mansplaining apology about this well actually actually. yeah so first of all it's been proven that the majority of females do not have (laughs) orgasms through sexual intercourse that actually is true that goes out to you jake (laughs) (laughs) that also goes out to you anna um so First of all, so a lot of people told us that apparently in his memoir or someone's memoir. Do we he, need to cut that? Is that too mean? No. Jake, we love you. We love you, Jake. That is Jake, just... I agree. We went to a wedding with our listener, Jake, and ended up getting into a wedding appropriate discussion because another guest at the wedding claimed some like absurd statistic. This guy has like slept with a lot of women. And what did he say? Like. 98% of them. I don't remember, but the actual statistic is 27% of women have uh, reliably in, uh, orgasms through Ever. sexual intercourse. Because his other thing was that they have it the first time he sleeps with them. Sorry, dude, you're mistaken. That's fake. Fake, 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 fake. <laughs> so, Jake, I'm <laughs> j- I am saying I agree with you on that. Okay, so anyways, where was I? All right, so a lot of our listeners immediately jumped on me saying that Raven and Nick had sex together because he said in some sort of memoir she did, I don't know. So there's some extra textual evidence that they didn't have sex together. I think he admitted to it on his 
either his podcast or a okay. podcast. He so, gave an, someone said that he gave an extensive interview where he was like, that didn't happen. Okay. So here's the thing. Actually, like, multiple people said that. Yeah, we got a lot. Of, which, again, we appreciate the we fact check. We got a check. lot of immediate fact checkers. So I'm not mad at the fact checkers. What I'm mad at is like, why do I have to like go to like extra canonical sources to find out what actually happened on the show? Like that's so annoying. Extra like we canonical. Yes. We already watched like four hours of show this week that was stupid. And now I'm going to have to go on Insta and read a memoir and listen to a podcast to find out what actually happened on the goddamn thing I watched. Like, it's too much. Ida Katz said, Nick Vial has said several times on his pod that he only had sex with Vanessa because he knew he would mess things up with her if he had sex with anyone else. Okay. So he said it several times. We do not listen to Nick Vial's podcast. Right. We And uh, and listen, I, listeners, I appreciate you are listening to a Bachelor podcast right now, so you are already going above and beyond watching the show but what i'm saying is like isn't this enough like when is this over it's to me it's like you won't appreciate this analogy but it's like when you buy a comic on the shelves and they're like hey you gotta buy 12 tie-in comics to understand what happened in this comic it's like go fuck yourselves dc like i want to read what i can see from your collection you say yes sir i bought all those comics (laughs) (laughs) Um, i bought every one of them and more yes (laughs) but i was irritated the whole time uh so anyways my apologies though for claiming that nick vial and raven had actual penetrative intercourse but to stop buying wine on the discount rack in public. <laughs> not, almost certainly is that not, one of those discount wines definitely is yeah it's kind of like the wine that they left us at the vrbo that we rented that was not great not great not great sorry guys great place otherwise uh so anyways i wanted to apologize for claiming that nick and raven had penetrative sex when what uh, so but he did something and vanessa was like that's cool no I, third base i don't know i don't right know. the third base that's fine home plate too much Sorry, my mic is... Is your mic messing up? It's okay. okay. It's just bothering me. I don't think it's causing... The listener's enjoying every second of this. Um, the other apology I had was I was supposed to play the Gin Blossoms at the end of the last episode, and apparently I fucked that up. You played another clip twice. I played, played the Seinfeld, Seinfeld clip, clip twice. twice. I'm yeah. sorry, listener. So we will put that at the end of this episode. You earned it, and you will hear it. Okay. Okay. I have one quick shout out. Speaking of our listener, Jake, happy birthday, Becca. You got a birthday on Monday. I hope you enjoy it. And uh, Jake got you something real great, and I'm sure you're going to love it. Uh, I was not aware of this shout out. Yeah. Was it's, this uh, discussed via private text? Yes, it was between Jake and I. I would like to tell, I have a shout out. Actually. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear the shout out. I have out. a shout out about this friendship <laughs> that you think is so great that you and Jake have developed. Yeah. When I was the original friend. Yeah, sure. Here's a little secret. Yeah. It sucks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You I two knew that can was coming. Suck each other's dicks for all I care. Okay. Go fuck yourselves. Okay. I don't appreciate it. Okay. Yeah. Jake, I'll see you on the court. <laughs> you can settle this on the tennis court. Yeah. 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 We you're goddamn right we can when Jake aces me five yeah. times. Yeah. So and again also Becca, thanks for your feedback on my photographs. Becca, I appreciate that. I'd like to develop a friendship with you. Even <laughs> what though what goes I'm around still, comes around. Still a little bit concerned that you might be a catfish. <laughs> She's a real human woman. Is we it, know this for sure. Is it Nev Shulman? <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, you have some shout outs? I do. Um, mostly a shout out to our listener, Jessica. Okay. She says, I was listening to your podcast on headphones in bed and my husband got all concerned. He thought I was sobbing because I was trying so hard to suppress my laughter. Oh. Don't suppress it, Jessica. Just give Let it, it out. Let and it you out. know what? Take one of those earbuds and put it in your husband's ear That's and you guys right. can enjoy it together. We have plenty of male listeners. We do. Four or five at least. Nathaniel, Jake, Colin. I think those three. Uh, Cash. Yeah. 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 Fat cash. Yeah. We've got, we all, we've got a ton of male listeners and we could have one more if you just put your earbud in your husband's ear. It doesn't count as an extra download for us, but we still would appreciate it. it. We'll We'll take take it it. anyways. Yeah. Jessica also said, I have one request. Oh, okay. We'll, uh, whatever it is, I'll do it. Whatever you say right now, I will do. My friends are all into quote unquote good TV. Fuck that. (laughs) Although we are into succession and guys third season amazing all bangers all the all time. bangers all the time uh they're appalled by my choice of shows and i don't have anyone to bond with over the bachelor can you ask if anyone in western massachusetts is listening and wants to be in my new bachelor club oh yeah i love this first of all jessica we have a question for you actually i have a few questions <laughs> number one how dare you <laughs> no, number one Am I saying this correctly? Massachusetts. Yes. Number two, you're from Western Mass. Are you a cop? (laughs) She's a cop for sure. This is all a trap. It's all a honey trap. (laughs) Are you a rat? (laughs) So I can answer Jessica's question even just up. I didn't even have to scroll. We've got two listeners in Roxbury, two listeners in Leominster, two listeners in Hopkinton, two listeners in Concord. This I didn't even have to scroll. Like an amazing club. This is going to be an amazing, wonderful club of Western Massachusetts listeners. We will come visit y'all for the low price of fifteen thousand dollars, <laughs> or we'll do a cameo for two hundred dollars. Correct. Hey <laughs> Can we get on cameo? Do you think they would take us? I think they would reject us. Five dollars. <laughs> we would pay five dollars. To do for the privilege yeah, of recording to, a cameo for someone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jessica, we hope you find your people. Yeah. If and you are in Western Mass and you want to be in Jessica's listening group, send us an email. Yeah. Also, yeah. tell your friends, bad TV is good TV. Yes. What's bad is good. I'm what's up is down. I'm not going to say it's always The Bachelor because this show kind of blows. Yeah. But let me tell you... Sometimes there's nothing better than watching a little summer house and... Uh, I don't know, just really relishing in the fact that it's it's it is comedic gold. No, it's some there's something about terrible TV. It's like terrible Chinese food or terrible but like I'll warm know, up pizza. But listen, you it's know, not even that. I'll tell you what it is. Okay, this is what it is. Are you ready for what it is? I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> there are smart people working on these shows, and yes. they're fucking fantastic editors. Yes, like the people behind. Again, I'll say Summerhouse because to me, that's really taking the cake right now. Okay. Uh, they know what they're doing, and it's fucking hilarious. Right. Like, it is legitimately funny TV. Yeah. So, speaking of terrible TV, do we have shout-outs, or do we want to get to this absolutely terrible finale that we watched? I feel like you just kind of uh, really blew past that. No, I'm not disagreeing at all. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
I just, it's not a summer house recap oh, show. It could be. Can it be? <laughs> it can't because I'm not up to speed. Uh, quick poll, guys. Andrea or Craig? <laughs> Obviously, Andrea. Like, Obviously. How are you going to go for fucking Craig Conover when a legit, like, Italian model wants to bring you coffee in bed? You can't. You can't go for that. Correct. Yeah. There's got to be Andrea. I want 100% one more shout out. Okay. This yeah. Goes of out course. To our listener, Sarah. Yeah. Um, who says that she merely shouted at her phone that Raven frolicked with the bunnies in the morning after just for the cameras. She said, I'll have to earn a shout out another way. Um, Sarah, I feel like that's you offering to do whatever it takes. Imagine dragon style. (laughs) Whatever it takes, Nathaniel. Um, and you got it. All you had to do was send us a message. Right. Yeah. It's actually very easy to earn a shout out on this program. Just acknowledge our existence and you will earn a shout out. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you don't even have to acknowledge our existence. Really? Ivy. Most of the time. (laughs) Ivy, who's not listening anymore. All right, so can we get to the show we watch? Yes, we are we 20 can. minutes deep into this well, thing. Well, you know what? That's great because my recap for this entire finale is just one long fart noise. Yes, correct. So here's the deal. Uh, we start with Clayton telling us that he's on the brink of despair. And uh, me too, Clayton, first of all, in watching the show. And secondly, I would like like a Werner Herzog-style narration of like, the ice flows in Iceland mimic the desperation of Clayton's soul. The killer bear we know was a male whom years earlier the park service had anesthetized. They extracted a tooth which established him as being 28 at the time of the attack, quite old for a bear. They also tagged him via a tattoo on his inner lip. They had given him a number only, 141. Bear 141, that's all we know of him. Unlike Clayton, the ice crashes down. (laughs) (laughs) The ice will pleasure a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Y'all, if you haven't seen Grizzly Man, go watch Grizzly Man right away. Because it is amazing. All right, so Clayton is so despondent that he's sitting in a church, and there was like a choir singing, and for a second I was super confused because our closed captioning made it look like they were singing a song about The Bachelor. (laughs) It made it seem, because he was narrating, but he was like, Susie left, but they were singing, so it was like, Susie left. But it wasn't really like a weird (laughs) Icelandic church. Yes, yes. No, there is a, for our three fans who appreciate this, in the long-ass four-hour Zack Snyder Justice League cut, there's like two and a half minutes of Icelandic people singing while Aquaman swims away, and it's like, Jesus Christ, this is a lot, Zack Snyder. I was not someone that appreciated that. You were not. No, most of our listeners are not folks that appreciated that. Clayton says, I need somebody to help me because I'm so broken. You know who can't help? Jesse. Because Jesse's fucking worthless. Jesse comes in and says, it was crazy. He's like, hey, man, wild <laughs> night, right? <laughs> God, Jesse's you know, worthless. Though, I can remember Harrison doing the same thing, being like, Shh, that was some crazy shit. Am I Boy, right? what happened last <laughs> night? Am I right, yeah, bud? Yeah. yeah, but like, it's almost like Jesse doesn't need to be here at all. Well, correct. Yes. Um, um, 
He says he was blindsided and that Susie shattered his trust. That's funny because I feel like that's actually what you did by boning two other women. Yeah, well, so uh, he said, Clayton says she told me multiple times she wanted me to explore the other relationships fully. And Jesse said, and you interpreted that as, and Clayton says, fully. He goes, my dick. <laughs> by boning. And then he made a little motion where he stuck his pointer finger he through just, circles that he made with his thumb and other pointer finger. He pulled his phone out and pulled up the <laughs> eggplant peach emoji. I sent my lovely wife a, a screenshot today of an app that came up in my uh, Insta feed you know that those... showed a peach and an eggplant. It uh, was some app that was essentially mm-hmm. saying, those take your relationship to the targeted, next level. Yes. Oh, just, I know. It's a quite the yeah. algorithm. Yeah. All right. He so says, I guess I'll go in tonight and I'll talk with them both. Right. Not one on one, mind you. He acts like he is like going in to, uh, I don't know, like what's what's the big what's the big like the Geneva, the Geneva Convention, <laughs> like the War Crimes Convention, <laughs> or what's perhaps the big, what's the big compromise? The I, I'm not quite sure what you're getting the, uh, the, the Vienna Compromise. I feel like yeah. he acts like he's going into like negotiate right to negotiate like, the Warsaw Pact yeah, or something. The Warsaw yes. Pact. Yeah, that's what. It Boom! Is. There it is. Like you just have to talk to these girls. That by the way, you fucked two days ago. Right, and both told them that you loved them. Yeah, like yeah. oh, I guess maybe you do owe them a little bit of explanation. Right, perhaps one on one. Yeah, no, this guy. Let me just say, like, broad comment. Clayton can. Suck a dick and die. No, maybe not die. I'll right. take it we're back. not. We're not saying that he should die. No, but he but could definitely. God, this definitely guy can sucks. suck some dicks. Yeah, like, no, this he is terrible. Is the worst. He. This is. I mean, maybe Juan Pablo is the worst bachelor. Maybe, but I he don't think is. so because Juan Pablo didn't try to act like he was like enlightened or uh, or not. Right. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mama. Feminist. Yeah, but what's Woke. the opposite of that? Like uh, masculine. Mm-hmm. Misogynistic. Misogynistic. There it is. Thank there you. It is. I feel we like got Juan it. Pablo owned his misogyny. Sure. No, that's exactly right. Because Clayton like pretends to be sensitive. He's like, but... shucks. I'm just a sweet boy from the Midwest that right. wants to have babies. I hate women. I want to have babies by fucking everyone. Right. And then I not spread being sorry my seed everywhere. Like, yeah, yeah, no, he, he, he's the worst. He's this the is an worst. awful bachelor and an awful season of The Bachelor. And his hair has gotten even worse somehow. How is it possible? I don't know. And but how, it has. how it is has. it possible that you can never dress yourself? Like, listen, I am not a snazzy I dresser. Mean, this is rich. There are photos <laughs> of me on Instagram. But here's the thing I'm not on TV. And I wouldn't Correct. go on TV. No, I agree. And they make a big deal about how saying like none of the contestants have like wardrobe or stylist, but the lead always does. Sure. Who is right. styling Clayton? Well, and who was like, okay, your hair looks great. Go on out on them the, <laughs> after the final rose. I feel this like, is this is the best look for you. It's just an insider on the show who was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. You know, it's the same person. Who you were talking about the producers being smart and brilliant earlier. It's the same person who booked oh. this cavernous 
Icelandic. I don't even know what the fuck this building is that will echo sobs right. back and forth. Well, I know this isn't a VPR podcast, Vanderpump Rules, but one of the editors on that show like got fired because she basically, and I can't remember the, the ins and outs of this, I want to say that she drunkenly admitted on Twitter that she like openly just edits Sheena to make her look like a fucking dumbass. Sure, of course. But I feel like there's somebody that just had a bone to pick with Clayton and is like, fuck you, dude, by the end yeah. of this. Though he gave them a lot of material to oh, work yeah, with. Oh, yeah, of course. That's the thing is like, you can edit anybody to look like anything. Right. But you have to have some raw footage well, to work with. Well, it's the same with Sheena. I mean... Yeah. That producer didn't force her to record good as gold. <laughs> no one forced her to do that. That You producer, like that song, though. You're a good I, as gold that apologist. That song is a banger. All bangers all, all the time. All the time on Vanderpump Rules. This, yeah. I haven't found a song that I don't love that that cast puts out. as good as gold. Let's touch in public. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, we've already played all of these for you <laughs> yeah. before, so we We're won't subject you to them. We'll, we'll let you listen to the Gin Blossoms at the end of this episode. So basically, Clayton Waltz is in there in a terrible jacket and was like, I know tonight could be the end of this for me. I'm going to tell them the truth. And then Jesse in the fucking, after the final rose, like, get ready for the rose ceremony from hell. I don't know what they dope Jesse up with so he could say <laughs> these lines with a straight face. It's like a trained dog that they I must feed it. sausages to. <laughs> <laughs> like right after he's on camera, right here you get a treat. You get a treat, Jesse, for saying this. Poor guy. But anyways, Rachel waltzes in and says, "I think my biggest fear is that he's falling in love with someone else." Correct, Rachel. You all should fucking run. He says, "I was in love with each of you. I am in love with both of you, yeah. and also, I was intimate with." Both of you. And also, this would have had a lot more impact if we hadn't seen this 20 fucking times in the trailer already, Bachelor. Like, way to go in spoiling this big dramatic moment for us. Also, I have in my notes, Clayton is wearing a McGruff coat. (laughs) (laughs) He's McGruff the crime dog. And Question. (laughs) Okay. Did they purposefully name McGruff after McDuff from McDuff? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Are we meant to picture McGruff whenever we read about McDuff? Yes, we are. Yes, okay. clearly it's a Shakespearean reference. <laughs> out, damn spot, out. <laughs> um, he also says, I know it's not easy to hear, but I do think there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I like it that we're using death phrases. Right. Well, and he's like, I really do see one of Just you. Just go towards the light, Gabby. Being with me at the other side of this, I don't know who that is. If I knew, I wouldn't be stringing the other one along. Go fuck yourself, Clayton. So here's my question. Like, here's a broader question. Sure. Is this the season that breaks this show? No. We think we always think that, I know. and then it comes back stronger than ever. Well, not stronger than ever because we got back this season. It comes with weaker ratings and fewer audience, but somehow it comes. It's like a fucking zombie. You can't right, you kill can't it. kill it. You got to shoot it in the head, and then it <laughs> then it just comes back. Because this, like, it's like the cat. The premise of this show is totally broken at this point. Like, I don't think you could even with a straight face be like, "This is for people to find love." Yeah. No, it's become a parody of itself. Are you okay? No, I'm I mean, fine. Jesus. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah, I told everybody that I was stressed out from the flight. 
So what, you're burping a whole time? <laughs> That's bunch? how I deal with stress. All right. Um, Gabby says, he told me he's falling in love with me, and he told Rachel that too. Like, that's not fair. So really for Gabby, it's not the sex. It's yeah. the I love you. Which is fair, because she said, she sort of implied last episode that the sex was cool. Yeah. And it's the idea as well. She brings this up a couple of times throughout the course of the episode that what he's basically done is kind of quantified the love. Yes. He keeps saying, like, I love all of you different. Right. Like, eventually, at the end of this, I'm going to figure out who I love the most. Right. He just sounds like such a fucking asshole. Right. Well, and clearly this douchebag doesn't know what he... Like, he's throwing terms around that yeah. he doesn't understand. That's something that came up in, like, the After the Rose from both of them. Rachel and Gabby both accuse him of... Essentially, like, not knowing what love is. Right. Correct. And I do, yeah, I tend to agree with that. Yes. At this point, like, because, you know, Rachel says, like, you didn't even cry when you, like, got rid of me. It's true. Yeah, no, it's totally true. Like, this, I don't even know what exactly this guy is. Like, I mean, I would watch a whole, well, I wouldn't. But there's a whole season of, like, just this guy goes to therapy with that sexy psychiatrist in Vienna and oh, figures yeah. out what's wrong with him. Yeah. But, uh, and also you, I would sign up for those sessions. I think it's that he's a white male. <laughs> I think he's a white dude from the Midwest who's tall and has breezed through life. Yes, probably that. That might I mean, be, honestly, that's my diagnosis. Oh, very Nick, interesting. Nick Viral, yeah. sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. If you wish to, <laughs> what's the song on Friends? We're going to play it right here. We've done some excellent work here. (laughs) And I would have to say, your problem is quite clear. All you want is a tinker, but you envy the shrine. A thing through which you can tinkle or play with or simply let hang. I believe that he is someone that has never been held accountable right. for himself and particularly not by women. And so I think he just let it's it goes back to last episode where he got fucking ragey at Susie when she was right. just trying to have a conversation right. with him. By the way, Susie, good luck. Yeah, we'll get to that. Susie, you deserve better. Yeah. Get out of there. Pull up on whatever, like, whatever break glass in case of emergency button you can push to, like, parachute out of this situation. Please do it. Yeah, right. know that you're not Right. Blink in Morse code during the after the final rose. So the, whatever smart producer booked this cavernous building also did another smart thing, which is let's just put, let's superimpose images of the audience shaking their heads in dismay they always do that it felt like more than usual because i think they knew that this bachelor is a piece of shit and it's like we need someone shaking their heads like nobody likes this guy anymore i don't think there's an american who's like i'm team clayton right now maybe some russians Probably a bunch of Russians are Team Clayton right now. Christina. <laughs> In I'm, Russia, you Clayton like you. <laughs> By the way, gang, I bought a Yakov Smirnoff book at a used book sale the other day. Nobody cares. Everybody cares. <laughs> Listeners, chime in if you care. Please. It, I want a flood of emails. Who is that? Yakov Smirnov? Is that a joke? Should I know who that yes, is? Yes, it's the in Russia joke make you guy. Oh, I always thought that we just made that up. No, that's <laughs> Yakov Smirnov. 
Oh, my you bad. You care, yeah. I All was... right, <laughs> listeners, let us know if you care. I expect a flood of mail like the end of Miracle on 34th Street <laughs> when they drag the bags of mail in and they're like, 34 bags of mail directed to Santa Claus. It's like how I thought that you made up Please take my wife. <laughs> I did make that up. <laughs> you might be a redneck if. <laughs> I am a 1930s vaudeville star, and I made up "Take My Wife, Please." Um. Oh, that wasn't. What's his face? Rodney Dangerfield. The guy is, from Ladybugs. Yeah. I don't get no respect. Hey. Yeah, that exactly is. Like he says, "Please take my wife." He does, but I think it's an. Uh, it harkens back to an older joke tradition of vaudeville. Oh. Take my wife, please. Yeah. Anyway, um, Gabby is pissed. Like, Rachel is pretty much just sad and upset. Mm -hmm. She's sobbing a lot. She says, I'm just so in love with you. Like, I feel like my heart's breaking. Meanwhile, Gabby says, I just don't think he's being fair right now. Correct. For him to say, the woman I walk out of here with is the woman I love the most. Wrong fucking answer. Yeah. Gabby says, this is shit. This episode was where I really fell in love with Gabby. Gabby's great. Yeah. Gabby yeah. is awesome. Yeah. No, Ga- I already liked Gabby a lot. I feel like she's... Gabby is what Katie Thurston wishes she could Honestly, be. that might be the truth. Yeah. And, um... Gabby, like, I already liked her because she was, like, the right kind of weirdo and, like, the weirdo she's they don't... actually funny. Yeah, she's actually funny, like, the kind of weirdo that they don't usually let on this show. But then she, like, stands up for herself mm-hmm. and is, I mean... Also, she looked real good in that last rose ceremony yeah, she did. I don't want to comment too much on it, but uh, she looked great. Yeah. Okay. I might apply for that bachelorette season. Well, knock yourself out, I might. Guy. Yeah, I mean, I got double the chances now, twice yeah, the odds. But what if you end up with Rachel? Ooh. I mean, Rachel is a, a good-looking woman. Let me say, we got a few comments. This might have been a... Yeah, this was a Facebook comment. Um, so this is for our over 40 listeners. (laughs) JK, I love Facebook. Also, I'm almost over 40. Um, somebody was saying like, I don't, I hate Rachel. Like, I guess I'll watch it. I'm not a huge Rachel fan, but I did like, I do feel like she stood up for herself by the end of this. Like, I like it. When she kept saying, like, these emotions are not for you. Like, I yeah. want to be really clear about that. I, I'm I'm on board with them being announced as co-bachelorettes. Me too. And Anna thought that I was playing out, like, lesbian fantasies when I said this. But I really think this is a legit possibility. Those two just run away with each other. And they live their best life. Hot. I didn't say that. You put those words in my mouth. And I'm then they saying, rub their tits on each other. Again, That's I didn't also say what that. Ryan said. No, I did not say that. Did. I just you genuinely think that probably the best case I feel scenario like you didn't for them. I didn't even realize that you were saying it, but you did. <laughs> <laughs> you have a recording of me saying yeah. it under my breath. I'm just saying that probably there are worse things for these two than for them to run off with each other and support each other. What rap song is that? Hey, rub on your titties. Every rap song. Also, I I don't know that. <laughs> it's one. a song issue, dude. All right. Well, we'll try to figure it out. We'll try to figure it I'm out. I'm going to Google it. Okay. <laughs> Go don't Google image that, by the way. I'm by the way, this Google is you putting it. a lot of words in my mouth <laughs> that you're actually saying. I just think Oh, that it's that Simon says song. I just think that Gabby and Rachel could do far, far worse than falling in love oh, with each other. Oh, for sure. That's yeah. undoubtedly the best scenario. Yeah, no, totally. That's absolutely the best scenario. You're so okay. woke, Ryan. 
Well, I am. Hashtag but. not all men. <laughs> Hashtag no tall men. Oh, you dropped your fuck the patriarchy keychain <laughs> out there in the driveway. You might want to grab it. Keychain on the ground. We were always skipping town. And I was thinking <laughs> on the drive. <laughs> Please Almost ran the red light. Ten minute entirety. <laughs> That's why this episode is so long. We got to do the ten minute version Your of all mama's too well. Showing pictures of you on the T-ball team. <laughs> Charming my dad like you were on a late night show. <laughs> and I was wait. And it's supposed to be fun, turning 21. And I was never good at telling <laughs> jokes, but the punchlines <laughs> get older, but your lovers stay my age. This is the that part is a of, good joke. It is a good joke. It's a great punchline. You don't need the rest of it. That's why it's good. And did the twin flame blues <laughs> paint you blue? That is a good song. It is a good song. God damn it. It's a good song. <laughs> Um, also, <laughs> right, can we, should we move forward? No, well, this is the part in the podcast that I've been doing every episode where I have to say that you are adorable. Adorable. Yeah. Um, so Gabby says, the person that I walk out with will be the person I love the most. Wrong fucking answer. I already gave that quote. But you didn't do the wrong fucking answer yes, part. Oh, you did? Oh, I'm yep. sorry. Okay. Uh, that's okay. No, well, actually, she says wrong fucking answer. Yep. Okay. Definitely said that just a few minutes okay. ago. Um, basically we get to the end and Clayton says, uh, this is worth fighting for, um, which basically means that he doesn't want to be completely embarrassed and left yes. with no one at the end. Correct. You can tell that he's panicking. Yes. So no, he's totally like, panicking. Good God he's sweating stay. under his McGruff coat right now. <laughs> <laughs> he asks Rachel if they can just take it day by day oh, to which God. she replies day by day. At one point, Rachel looks at him and says, how do you even say this out loud? Which is a question that I ask of everything Clayton said in this entire episode. Gabby does come back, but I also have in my notes that she looks like she wants to off herself. And then I corrected it and say, no, Clayton. Yes, she definitely wants to off Clayton. So, yeah, so Rachel, like, has a shocked look on her face when Gabby's like, I can't accept this rose. We got to do the whole thing. So Clayton gives Rachel the rose first. Then yeah. he offers Gabby the rose. Gabby says she can't take the she rose. Says, That's I'm when sorry. she says, "Do you yeah. want to walk me out?" Yeah. But then she like comes back. Yeah, we can breathe over this. Yeah, they yeah. Both, I'll, I, I can sum it up in one line in my notes. They both end up staying ugh. Yeah. Well, also Clayton hand them out at the huh. same fucking time, oh, you idiot. This. In my notes, I say they come back together. Rachel is really concerned about Gabby. God, they should just leave together. Huh. There you go. See, I'm not the only one. Again, like they're really like they're Rub sweet together. That's what Ryan said when I put no, that in my notes. No, it's not what it I is. said. As what I was going to say mm-hmm. is that they're very it's sweet very and supportive of yes. each other. Hashtag female friendship. And again, right again is like honestly, I am excited to see how this thing plays out. It's like Aaron and James on on Bachelor in Paradise. Like sometimes you just yeah. really need the bromance or the. Uh, what is what's the equivalent of that? The girlmance? The homance. Homance? Okay, I'm not gonna say that. I'm copywriting that. <laughs> That's pretty good though. I know. Homance TM. All right. 
So Clayton says, I've been intentional with everything I've said. Really? Mm-hmm. This was your intention? All of this was the stuff you intended to do? Lord. All right. All right so, so let's we're move moving on. forward. Clayton's yeah. family is super excited to see him. Unfortunately, he reveals pretty quickly that he's been a total asshole. Yes. And they are horrified. They are which horrified. Which was very gratifying. Like his dad was the highlight of this oh, finale. Oh, wonder. Yeah. Other than the coat, the dad was the highlight of the finale. No, it's fucking wonderful. Like this is the dad that America needs and right now. And you can tell that Clayton is like, oh, dad, oh, I mean, feel sorry for me. And his dad is like, yeah, these women have a right to be mad with you. Like, Right, you screwed the pooch, son. You're a dumbass. Yeah, you're an idiot. I'm sorry that I raised you. He talks about Susie walking away, and Clayton's dad says, honestly, I respect that. Yeah. No, the dad is great. I would like to subject all of my life's choices to Clayton's dad and have them ju- have him judge. I feel like he's a straight shooter. He's a straight shooter. I would like to hear what he has to say. Yeah, and Clayton's dad is like, you don't, you have to understand they don't want to be second or third. They want to be first. Like, yeah, idiot. Oh, you're pouring more of the discount wine. It's all I have. It's not all we've got. A listener, yeah, you can't a bunch see of other this. discount wine that's not, that's rosé and it's not chilled. No, I'm looking at some red wine right now. Listener, we have a wine rack. It's I'm one not, of the reasons we bought I'm, this house. Look, I'm not wasteful. <laughs> that's the reason why we bought this house. That right there, that, that three shitty. foot, <laughs> that three by three foot square wine rack that's in we between the in other cupboards. We walked in and said, we've got to have this house. <laughs> Sell it to us, I've please. I've got to have this 1998 <laughs> Faux Tuscany wine rack. I love something from 1998. Am I in in Tuscany? Am I in the uh, fucking Cinque Terre? Oh, I'm just in a house in Alabama? A 1998 wine rack. We might as well put some fastball on. Anyone can see the road that they walk on is paved with gold. Why fastball? Because that's a 1998 song. Was I out of my head? Was I out of my mind? How could I have been? You know what? Uh, Controversial opinion. Underappreciated song, The Way. Oh, that's what I was just talking about. I don't. It's not underappreciated by me because I goddamn love that it's song. It's a weird song, though. Like it has a weird narrative. Is yeah. it about the Dahmer party? No, it's not about the Dahmer party. It's about the grandparents deciding that they're just going to up and leave to live their own life. The grandparents. Yeah. They started. Where are they, they walking? going without ever knowing the way? really loud it well i'm singing anyone could see the road all right they, they made up their minds and they started packing it's they left before the sun came up why that do you day. think it's about grandparents because there's some reference to grandparents the children woke up and they couldn't find That's them parents hold on why why do i think this is about <laughs> grandparents i swear it's about grandma hang on fastball lyrics grandparents you're incorrect, but I'm glad that you're just digging in. I'm going to dig in. How a Salado couple's story inspired a chart-topping song. All right. 19 years ago, Austin-based Fastball topped the charts with their hit song, The Way, the true song behind the story's inspiration <laughs> and how the hit came to Come be. Come on. All right. The good Lord, this article starts with <laughs> chapter one. Fuck. I'm going to have to read this whole goddamn thing. It's okay. It's about grandparents. Well, anyways, hold on. Let me search for grandparents. Oh, yeah. I'm going to carry the pod while you do this, which is usually what I tell you, yes. but you're too selfish over there. 
I'm going to talk my way through it. All right. Clayton's family is super excited to see him. Um, Gabby gets there first. His mom gives like a super awkward toast where she's like, oh, we're glad you're here. Uh, we feel like you're a consolation prize and we know you feel that way too. She doesn't say that, but it's implied. Right. It is implied. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, I feel like Clayton's dad doesn't really care about either one of the women because he's basically like, you're both too good for myself. Right. Yeah. Like get out of here. He leave. says that yesterday with Gabby was a lot of shock and awe. <laughs> It was like George W. Bush circa 2003. Did you find it? Yeah. It's about grandparents. Their grandchildren were concerned that they left. So I'm not going to wow. read the whole thing. You but sure? Because yes. that's, that's really good. Yeah. Granddaughter. Right, come on. Okay. No, back that's, in the show. Back in the show. No, I just, I'm validated. I'm vindicated. It was about grandparents. Oh, thank leaving. God. Okay. Thank God. Well, actually. Um. So the parents, I thought, liked Rachel better or kind of thought that they were like a better match. But Clayton immediately says... Uh, he couldn't make up his mind today if he had to choose between Gabby and Rachel. And the whole reason is because he's still thinking about Susie. Right. Well, first of all, Jesus, like, let these two poor women go. Like, if you can't make up your mind between two women and you're supposed to propose in a day, you clearly shouldn't propose to either of those two women. We see a bunch of Icelandic ponies running free in a field. (laughs) And I feel like that's Clayton saying that his heart has to be free to choose what it wants. Zack Snyder actually filmed that shot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is the Snyder cut of The Bachelor. I believe that's what the song Wild Horses is about. <laughs> Wild hearts can't be broken. All right. So, yeah, the again, Clayton's dad for Bachelor, even though he's married. Um, well, Gabby's grandfather he- for Bachelor. Okay, go ahead. I'm getting a withering look right now. Dang. <laughs> withering. <laughs> All right. Shut up. Oh. oh, yeah, that's great for our ASMR listeners. Just rub your mustache hair. Everybody <laughs> loves listening to that. Everybody loves it. Uh, I'm God. letting you speak while I hold my mouth closed. He says, my heart is here with these women, but my heart is also beyond these walls. With Susie... It was just a little more special with Susie. And his dad says, she didn't think so. (laughs) Burn. God, the dad is great. Also, a little more special. That's what every woman wants to hear. Yeah, it was just a little more special. Not a lot. Right, but like a little more special than the other women that I have fucked. (laughs) Okay. Um, So then basically we come back to night two. And they're still talking about goddamn Susie. His uh, parents ask what it is about Susie. And um, she, she has... So what's his face? Jesse has delivered a note, right? Yes. Like basically she gets invited, but they're not sure if she's going to show up Right, because Susie is still in Iceland right now, Clayton. Can you believe it? We kept her here. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then the dad says, in my opinion, I think it's uh, slim to none that she'll be here. And then who walks in but Susie? That very second, I have in my notes, awkward. Yeah, also because Clayton says, hey, Susie. He's just so like 
bumbling and fumbling. Well, that's, we've seen this this whole season where like every time he needs to step up to the plate, he doesn't. Yeah. And every time he needs to get mad or like that he shouldn't get mad, he does. It's just like. I'd also like to give a shout out to our listener, Courtney, because we are talking about his refusal to go downtown Julie downtown, Brown, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm, I will. And she said, honestly, with that jaw, I wouldn't want him down there. Ooh, that would be dangerous. With his overbite. And it's true. Like, I, I feel like this whole time we've been talking about how he won't go down there. I feel like maybe he tried and was, like, awful. <laughs> maybe he physically can't. He's maybe the like mechanics the, of it are I, just impossible. He's just so big and, but but not in, like, a... Gangly, yeah. Yeah, like, he just seems to botch everything. <laughs> he does seem to botch everything, including this entire season of America's Best Television Program. Sorry, America's beloved. I know you took your headphones off and itched your ear. I wasn't going to bring it up for the <laughs> listener, but here we are. All right. So this is the coat scene. Yeah. So he, you want to mention that? Um, talks to Susie. And all I have in my notes is Ryan carry the pod because I'm taking coat pics. <laughs> yes. I said in caps, this coat is everything I wanted and more. And they have some kind of conversation about yeah. Susie says, I felt like a stray dog that had come into your home. I feel like she does a good job defending herself. She does, because she's like, I feel like all I wanted to do was like have a conversation and you were pushing me into yes. the car. And also, like all I wanted was for you to not have sex with two other women if you were in love with me. Like she it's not a crazy even, standard. She even yeah. go so far as to right. say that. She's just like, I kinda wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And like you wouldn't. And right. I was upset and you didn't seem to care. Yes. Bravo, Susie. No, bravo, Susie. But and also, you guess what, Susie? That's how every argument is going to be. Yeah, exactly. Right. You think the arguments are gonna get better with Clayton over time? When he's not being filmed exactly. for national yes. television. Yeah, no, this this is Clayton at his worst. I'm sure he's better than this yeah, later in private, on. private, he's a really yeah. skilled oh, arguer. Jesus Christ, this guy. In private, he has a lot of emotional intelligence. Yes, right. He has a lot to say. All right. So they basically make up enough to where Clayton knows that he has to go talk to the other girls and basically break up with them. And he does it. In tandem. Sure, right, because that's the way to do it. When you've told two different women that you're in love with them, you want to break up with them simultaneously. He says, my heart is no longer here. It's with Susie. Fuck you. Like this, I mean, he, two days ago, he fought for them both to stay. Like, that's the whole thing, is like, just send them home. And that's what Gabby said. Like, she was like, when it was my decision to go home, you fucking begged me to stay. And that was just your pride because you couldn't stand it that I was going to leave. Right. Now you are sending me home. And she says, you sound actually ridiculous. Yeah. And he does sound actually. That is like the tagline for the season for Clayton is you sound actually ridiculous. I feel like at least the one good thing out of it is like, at least for us as viewers, we're like, Oh my God, like correct. You know, yes. like he's not fooling anyone no, except no. maybe himself. No, I don't think anyone is fooled. I think if you polled 100% of Bachelor listeners and were like, is Clayton a piece of shit? They would be like, yes. Correct. Yeah, nobody is like, boy, I hope this guy gets his second chance at love. He says, am I able to walk you out? And she just makes this the best face and says, no. Yeah. And her grandfather, they zoom in on him Aww. in the audience and he's like, hell yeah. Oh, that's great. Gabby's grandpa. Grandpa and Gabby are great. And this is 
wonderful yeah and then they have the whole sit down with gabby and clayton where gabby's like i actually don't know who you are at all which is correct it's a reality tv show and you did not get to know this person at all but gabby does a great job of holding him accountable. holding him accountable she's like now making it's him your... look stupid yeah which is not hard what is this oh something yeah somehow an ad came up in the <laughs> 50 minutes into this podcast an ad came up yeah also that company owes us a hundred dollars for playing Sweet. their ad okay so um clayton says there's nothing i can say to fix this no dumbass yeah, no basically yeah no not. there's not yeah. Um, both girls. So, I mean, they basically do the same thing with each one. Like he talks to them, they come out and give individual interviews with Jesse and then with Clayton. Uh, they both say that they feel, felt really blindsided because like whatever was being told to them, right. it's a little unclear whether it's like by Clayton, by Jesse, by producers. If I had to guess, it was a mix of all three, all three of those things that yeah. they're just like hearing different things and then watching it back. They were very angry. Yes. No. And that's understandable. I do. So Gabby was like, you were pitting us against each other. It really seemed like it was a competition. It is a competition show, but Clayton was still a dickhead. Well, also, like, it's a competition, but I, again, I kept circling back to the comment from Gabby of, like, if you love someone, you just love them. It's right. not like, well, I love you in this way, Gabby, right. but I love Rachel a little bit more in this way. Like, right. I, it's tough because I do understand what Clayton is saying, and I actually even think that in a situation like the one that they're in, I actually could see how the lead might feel like they were in love with the two people at the end. Sure. But, but this and is we've not seen that, that case. Yes, yeah. right. Like, it's not this. <laughs> well, and also, you called this early, where it was like Clayton has not, maybe not gotten a ton of attention from women and is just like So he's basking. like, I guess this is love. Right, like basking. So this is and- love. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah well, he's this like is... fucking who is that sleeping beauty is that sleeping beauty or cinderella i think it's sleeping beauty we talked about sleeping heart. beauty the other day I think yeah that's cinderella is it cinderella i don't okay. know either way it's the same idea because it's a dumb fucking princess that's never been around anyone so she's like oh this is love i met a prince and i danced with him i guess we should get married yeah, yeah. guess what it's not <laughs> I'm in love with three different women because they look at me. I think it's sleeping. I think that's Aurora that sings that. Okay. Well, now we're going to get five different fact checks Ooh, on this. I'm sorry. Oh, no, Worse, sorry I'm going to say right now, I don't know. But it's either Aurora or Cinderella. Right. One of those two people. So, yeah. I mean, we um, we get the... Oh, so Jesse, who can go fuck himself, says, grab some tissues because here we go. What, are you going to make me cry for this, Jesse? Like, the only person I'm crying for is, uh, well, myself, because I had to watch this four <laughs> hours of show. Um. All right. So he's broken up with Rachel. He's broken up with Gabby. Now we've moved into the Susie part. So he has a note delivered to Susie that just says, me like you. <laughs> I didn't get to have sex with you yet. It's Please stick around. It's just a drawing of boobs. <laughs> 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 Oh, and now we're delivered 
forward to what is essentially the set of Midsummer. Thank you. Ryan yes. wants to make this joke. No, no, Ryan I said you ex- could do it. No, I mean, I don't have, but you go ahead. For, the, for those of you who have seen Midsummer, tell us that we're wrong in thinking that this is exactly what that movie culminates yes. in. Yes. So, sorry, Miki, but Midsummer, which is two and a half hours of pretty good horror movie, culminates in oh, a boyfriend. A yeah. Boyfriend getting burned alive in this exact lodge. Like in a bear suit. Yeah, he's wearing a bear suit and he gets burned alive in this exact lodge. A bear suit that bore striking resemblance to Clayton's fur coat. (laughs) It's all coming together. Is it a coincidence? It is not. Who directed uh, Midsummer? His name is like Ari. His name is Ari something. Whoever like it was, Ari I think Aster. was like a guest director. Yes, on for this, this finale. <laughs> yeah. So Clayton brings. I would have loved it if they had forced Susie to wear a big flower crown. <laughs> <laughs> Ari Aster is his name. Hmm. Yeah, um, great director. He also did what Hereditary. Yeah, which was hard. We to did watch. not oh, care for that as no, much. No, thank you. But it was, it's good, but it's just. No, I did not. No, okay. no, it wasn't good. Was you always not? do this. But A24 made it. You think it's going to make it. you sound stupid if there's a movie that got like good reviews and is a fucking But it got independent... an 83% on exactly. Rotten Tomatoes. That movie sucked. You didn't like it. Like you can say that you just didn't like something, even if it's critically acclaimed. No, I can't. I can't. I know. Because then the critics will come for me. How can I not conform to free thinking? Anyways. You know that movie wasn't good. I don't remember anything that happened, so it wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony Collette is in it. She gives the performance of a lifetime in a movie that I don't remember anything that happened. So anyways, Clayton giving brings... Giving another withering stare. Clayton brings Susie to the Midsummer Lodge and is like... This is how serious I am, Susie. I have a ring in my pocket. Here it is. He's like, listen, bitch, I'm not actually going to propose. Right. But I do have the ring. I got the fucking ring. Is that enough for you or do you actually propose Jesus Christ, Susie, what else do you want from me? Right. So he waves it around and then puts it back in his pocket. And Susie's like, yeah, I think I'm done. (laughs) He, I think I'm Before good. he pulled the ring out of one pocket, he got confused and pulled out a bear claw that he had in the <laughs> other pocket. <laughs> then he took a bite into yeah, it. He yeah, ate it. <laughs> it was a bear claw pastry. <laughs> so Susie's like, nah, I think I'm good, and leaves Iceland, and Clayton's standing in the rain alone. He says, I won't feel like it's over until you tell me it's over. And she says, I feel like it's over. Yeah, which Susie, God, like, just leave. Like, this was such a good ending for you. Yeah. Don't come back and say, Clayton, that's my boyfriend. Don't do that, Susie. I love ya. I love ya is all. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. the less charming version of Grocery Joe. I know. Yeah. So this would have been a great ending. For the season, Clayton standing in the rain alone and nearly burned alive in the Midsummer Lodge. <laughs> Eating his bear claw. <laughs> Just sad. Tears seasoning his bear claw. <laughs> so then we cut to Jesse and Jesse's like, Oh, Ryan nailed this I don't line. even have it in my I notes, but I, I have it. it. Okay. Ready? Yeah. For the first time in history, our bachelor was rejected and goes home alone. And then I said... Or does he? And then Jesse said, or does he? Fuck you. Oh, you loved it that you got that. <laughs> I did love it that I got that. So yeah, then they, they're they like, there's a mystery woman here. God, I wonder who it could be. All they be. show are Susie's weird bobble heels. <laughs> it's Susie, y'all. 
So yeah, Susie walks back out on stage and she's like, I love Clayton for some reason. I don't really understand why and nobody does. Clayton admits that he created, quote, a world of pain for these women. Oh, my God. Also, like, I feel like you're giving yourself a little too much credit. I mean... I mean, he did, though. Like, they were clearly all hurt. But also, I don't know. I feel like he did it mostly through, like, inane fumbling, like we said. But that can be a world that many women have been hurt by men's inane fumbling. Absolutely. I just don't think that Clayton is some, like evil mastermind oh, fuck no. boy. I just think that he's stupid. Yeah, no, he's bumbling through. I've hurt you through inane fumbling before. Correct. Yes, that's fair. Um, uh, many other people have as well. Yes, sure, right. Mostly more, you. Right, me, me for sure. Uh, I. We also have to mention very briefly that uh, Rachel's dad and mom are in, are in the audience. And Jesse keeps referring to the dad as what, big... Like Big Joey or whatever, whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. What also, about you, Big Joe? I do not believe that that gentleman blinks the entirety oh, of this uh-uh. episode. I don't think I saw him blink once. Yeah. Yeah. No, that guy is giving Clayton a death stare that is well-deserved. <laughs> I would, if he would have walked up and beat Clayton to death. <laughs> Good TV, as far as it's I'm like concerned. It's like a Black Mirror episode. Exactly. <laughs> Honestly, this whole thing felt like it was one click off from like the yeah. I- Icelandic landscapes, everything. This could have been a Black Mirror episode where the audience turns on him and like boo hisses him the entire time. So yes, I don't. My notes die here. So we watch most of this. Mine do as well. Gabby after the and kids Rachel went to bed. are announced as co-bachelorettes, which I'm excited for. I'm excited to see how that plays out. I still think that the one of the best options is a buy bachelor bachelorette that has men and women competing for them because yeah. i feel like that's just going to be interesting chaos it's gold but this will be interesting too we'll see how and jesse's like i don't know how this is gonna work we'll like figure it out dude that's your job gang thank <laughs> you all for your goddamn job in this shit show of a season we need a break y'all need a break yeah we will hear from you in a couple of months when gabby and rachel are both the bachelorettes we will miss you in the interim uh follow us on instagram yeah that's where all the action is follow us, us on facebook us if you're messages. over 40 we do try to reply i will reply to our email and i'll reply to our insta so just choose based on who you're getting you're gonna get the wittier replies from uh, my lovely wife over here adios amigos the lights are much brighter there. You can forget all your troubles, forget all your cares, just go. Down. Say it's likely.
jealous and jaded Well maybe I don't want to take advice from fools I just figure everything is cool Until I hear it is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.